Michelle Donnelly, and this is the Christian Single Moms Podcast. I believe that every single mom can discover a life of peace, power, and purpose, and that you can do it right through the things that God is carrying you through in your season as a single mom. Here we talk about all of the things that matter to a single mom, but most of all, I hope you found a place where you feel like you belong. Let's get started. So glad you could be with me today. I'm your host, Michelle Donnelly. Today's episode is about the practice of guided scripture meditation. And I have to tell you, this has been an incredible addition to my spiritual life. And I'm joined in this conversation by Abide CEO, Neil Alston. If you have been part of the Agape Moms community for a little while, then you know that I do have guided scripture meditations that go along with each episode. But Neil is here to give us the foundations of biblical meditation, what it is and what it's not, and how you can incorporate it in your daily life. Also, we'll talk a little about Abide. Abide is a scripture meditation app that I've actually voiced a couple of meditations for, and Neil will describe some of the features of the app and how it can help you incorporate scripture meditation into your daily life. If you're enjoying the podcast, would you take a moment and leave a ranking or a review wherever it is that you listen to this podcast? It helps other women to find our community and just let them know that there's a place that they belong. Also, down in the show notes, if you are new to the podcast, you'll notice a link to a quiz. It's called What's Your Loneliness Type? Loneliness is something that all of us single moms have to deal with, but the reasons why we deal with loneliness are different, and they don't necessarily have that much to do with whether or not we're in a relationship. So if you'd like to learn more about your own experience with loneliness, what's causing it, and then some of the ways out, go ahead and click on that link or head over to agapemoms.com forward slash quiz. Something that really stood out to me in this conversation is the fact that bathing ourselves in scripture really equips us for not only our daily challenges, but for the spiritual battle that we find ourselves in. Here is my conversation with Neil Alston. Neil, I'm excited to have you with me today. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Neil, I have a very personal experience with Abide, and I'll tell you the story really quick as we open, because I want to know more about your experience with scripture meditation, but how this all got started for me, the introduction to scripture meditation, is that I had a nightmare. I had a series of recurring nightmares that were happening for about two weeks, and a friend of mine said, you know, I've got this Bible meditation app maybe you should try it. You can turn it on, go to sleep to it. And so she gifted me a subscription and that's where it all began. Nightmares stopped, slept a whole lot better, started feeling like, wow, this is a new way to experience scripture. So that's how I got connected with Abide and scripture meditation. But I wanted to know if you would start actually by giving us perhaps a little insight into your own journey when it comes to scripture meditation. Yeah, it's actually been a really long journey for me, which is incredible. I got introduced, so I grew up in, you know, kind of classic Protestant 
church uh, from the time I was a kid, been a believer since as long as I can remember. But I got introduced to scripture meditation when I was in college at Berkeley, which is Berkeley is like a trial by fireplace. You either kind of go for the Lord or you go away from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I got introduced to it through Richard Foster, the celebration of discipline, and also Mm -hmm. through actually Eastern Orthodox a friend who had me pr- like praying. There's there's prayers that have been around for literally 2000 years that people have been praying. And I started going into this thing. Oh my gosh, this is mind blowing. And this, the, what was mind blowing for me about it is it's about experiencing the presence of God. You literally take scripture and you fill yourself with scripture. The idea mm-hmm. is you fill yourself with scripture. You empty yourself of the world and you do that. And that was my experience. And so I actually went through from the time I was like 20 doing a lot of practices to pray scripture and to repeat scripture and to kind of fill it. And then you realize that works. Like, so I did this actually, I was even in Eastern Europe. I was in, uh, in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I was in Ethiopia and the Ethiopian Coptic church does this too. And all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute. And actually Pentecostals in their own way do this too. Charismatics do this by taking scripture and praying it. And I'm like, wait a minute. And it works. And it was very transformative for me because it helped me experience God's presence, even like in a grocery line. I'd be frustrated. I'd be like, I'm anxious. I'm frustrated. Why am I in the line in the grocery store for 10 minutes? And the cashier doesn't know what they're doing. And it's like, instead of being frustrated, I can just pray God's word right now. And I can reflect on it and transform my experience. It's like, wait a minute, this is a time of actually filling, experiencing God, transforming me into being an agent of change for the Lord, instead of being mad that I'm sitting in a grocery line. And this has gone on for like 20 years. Mm. So it was a really long experience to, to sort of prepare me for this season. You just said something so powerful there that we empty ourselves of the world and fill ourselves with the word. And I think sometimes we're not sure exactly how to do that. And what you just described is so accessible to us that we don't have to be infinitely creative. We don't even have to know all of the Bible or spend an intense amount of time diving into the scriptures as much as we can allow ourselves to just soak them in and repeat them and have them become part of our own vocabulary, our own language, our own thoughts. And certainly other disciplines like worship and study and those types of things are important. But this is one way that we can engage with God's spirit anytime and anywhere, just as you said. And when we don't have the words, and I think that's the most important thing about a broken season is sometimes you just don't have the words that you need scripture sometimes to just give you the words and to repeat that over yourself. Well, that's part of the beauty of what we're trying to do with Abide and how meditation works is like, you can do it for literally 30 seconds or Mm -hmm. you can do it for hours and it's all good. Like there's no, it, it really is about, you know, meeting God where you're at in your life and your lifestyle and praying into that and bringing God's word into that space in whatever way is going to help you in that moment. And it worked and it just works. I mean, the cool Mm -hmm. thing about what we see is, you know, if you go to Psalm one, you were talking about kind of like, what is the root of this? Like blessed are those who meditate on the law of the Lord day and night. They're like a tree planted by streams of water that yield the fruit in season. Like this is how you root yourself in the Lord. And this goes all the way back. And it just, it just works. And it works in every part of your life. It works Mm -hmm. when you wake up. It works when you're anxious to work. It works when you fall asleep. And so it's powerful. 
Yeah. You know, and I think that what you just pointed to there is also important though, because sometimes there can be mixture when it comes to our disciplines and, oh, well, we'll borrow a little bit from new age. We'll borrow a little bit from this tradition and those kinds of things. But what you just said is so important is that there's a biblical foundation for scripture meditation. Can you give us more of a glimpse into that? No, absolutely. And I love to emphasize this is that David in Psalm 1 wrote that over 500 years before Buddha was born. Mm. Don't tell me this came from Buddha, okay? (laughs) 500 years before Buddha was born, David wrote this, okay? So this goes back, and I think for us, it's about reclaiming biblical truth. I'm not going to see biblical truth to other people. I'm going to take it, and it goes all the way back to Genesis. Isaac, in Genesis, is meditating in the field at night talking to God and praying. This goes all the way back to the first book, right? So we're not talking about something that is, is that we're looking to new agey. And I, and I, and I want to say that because I think that what happens is people have, can have a sensitivity towards very real things where you're like, wait a minute, the idea of emptying yourself without filling yourself with God's word is not what we're talking about here. The whole point of emptying yourself, you empty yourself of the world and you fill yourself with the word. And if you're not doing the second, that's not Christian meditation. That's something else. Mm, so good. And, 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 and the other part that I encourage people on meditation though, it's all of you. It's not just an intellectual study. And so even things like breathing exercises where you're breathing in and out, people say, isn't that new agey? Do you know the spirit of God in Hebrew is the breath of God? It's the ruach of God. And in the first verse of the Bible, it's the breath of God that is sitting over the deep. That is what is sitting over deep is God's breath. And that Mm -hmm. breathes life into everything. You can't tell me that that breathing doesn't matter to God Mm -hmm. when God breathes the breath of life into us. And the first verse in the Bible is literally the breath of God sitting over making creation happen. Who's going to tell me that breathing doesn't matter? I'm like, really? Have you read scripture? It's like, read the first verse (laughs) of the Bible and just stop (laughs) and think about that. It's right, right there. So I think it's about reclaiming and reframing that actually this is something that has gone on since the beginning of the story. And it's, it's, it's beautiful and it's wonderful. and It's life-giving because it's about centering yourself in God. It's a tool to center yourself in Christ. Mm-hmm. All whatever you want to, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you're so right though. It engages all parts of our person. And the Bible is clear that we have many parts. We have a that's body. Right. We are a soul with a spirit, or I always get the pro, like the prepositions mixed up, but we're mind, <laughs> body, and spirit. Right. And that's so right. The thing that we can grow in spiritually is to connect all those pieces, though, too, that they shouldn't be necessarily separated, that to have this holistic experience with the Lord is to engage all of these various parts of our body. And so physically preparing ourselves, maybe the way that we sit or the way that we're breathing, as you mentioned, and engaging our minds, but also then engaging the spiritual component. And meditation allows you to do really all three of those anytime, anywhere, essentially. (laughs) But as you mentioned here, so, and as we're talking about, okay, the difference between some of these other practices, other religions and disciplines and those types of things, what is different about the way that they would practice meditation versus what we're talking about? There's two big differences to me. And the first really big difference is obviously focusing on scripture. And so we really 
emphasize that every single one of our pieces of content is going to have scripture at the center of it. God's word is what we can point to to say, we know that this is true because it's God's word. And the second piece is God's presence, is that the presence of God, God is present everywhere in all time, throughout history, past, present, and future. And those are the two elements. So in other meditation, you talk about, you know, there's a lot of like emptying of the mind, you're doing body scans, you're doing different types of things. Some of them also have mantras where you're trying to center yourself on a, on a word and you're taking a word that's not from scripture and you're trying mm-hmm. to center yourself on that word, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the practices look a little bit similar because yeah, they everyone has a body. <laughs> It's not like, and and God wants us to do things with our body. So there are some things that, you know, when you see this in scripture, there are practices in scripture about using your body before God, about kneeling before God, about Mm -hmm. opening your hands before God. There's a lot of postures of the body that are in the Bible. And so some of our postures are different because we're taking biblical, we're trying to take very biblical postures, Mm -hmm. right? With the body, Mm -hmm. we're trying to take God's word and God's presence and just bring those to you and say like, those are the core elements of how we believe Christian meditation is done. And we really just get these from the Bible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't, Mm -hmm. I, and, and, and we don't make these up. We go to scripture and we go, we have a whole theology. We wrote a theology of sleep for Mm. this going into scripture to understand how does God think about sleep, right? Mm. Sleep wasn't part of the fall. Jesus slept, right? Sleep is part of the created order. And then you go to the boat that where Jesus is asleep in the boat and the disciples are all freaking out because they think they're going to die. They wake up Jesus and says, Jesus, tell them you're not asleep because you don't have faith. If you had faith, you would be asleep right now and everything would be fine. And he Mm -hmm. calms the sea. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is we take those kind of things into meditation and sleep and say, well, Jesus said this. Clearly, you might be awake because you don't have faith that God is going to see you through. And if Mm. we pray you into a space of faith and we show you that God can be delivering, you can be released from your nightmares. This is right out of the Bible. Mm. And so what's really fun about this whole exercise is we're taking biblical truth and we're trying to help people experience their daily life because I know what it feels like to sit on a bed and have a nightmare. I've had that experience. And when the word of God is brought in, it says, you know what? God is with you and will be through this and you have an eternal home with the Lord. Why are you so freaked out about what's happening in this moment? God's got your back. And you're like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And I think in that sense, it's endure- and, you know, enduring. I think you could do this a thousand years from now. It'll be just as useful as mm-hmm. it is today because it's just true. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that's so powerful about this too is the ability to have What feels like community feels like another person who's Mm. speaking over you these words, who's praying over you these words. And there's a component of that that brings in fellowship, even in a situation where you might be by yourself, for example, if you're using this app. And the engagement then of the word and community and all of this, it's one of the ways that we can passively, I feel, I don't know if passively is exactly the right word, but we don't feel we have to strive at building our relationship with the Lord when we're able to just sit underneath it. And I think that one of the things that's been really instrumental for me in this season of healing is just understanding the multitude of ways that we can experience God, whether that is through community, whether that is through study, whether that is through it just being spoken over us. And sometimes just having someone else take on a little bit of that legwork for you, lifting you up in prayer and those types of things just 
really helps a lot of those things to settle and the benefits start to flow from there. And I know that Abide is very much focused on research and development as well, though, to enhance the experience for the people who are using the application. So would you talk a little bit more about what some of the additional benefits are to incorporating scripture meditation into our lives? Wow. Yeah. There's, you're really good at asking questions. These are really rich questions. <laughs> but you on the um, spot. <laughs> well, you know, we have done a ton of research on this. Um, I actually have like my background is partly in research. And what is really fascinating about this is that there are deep spiritual and emotional benefits out of doing these the spiritual ones we've seen because there's actually scales of like spiritual sort of engagement and, and progress. And the stories that come out of it are classic like this. You'll have people who are disconnected from church. A lot of people have had hard experiences at church, right? Like church mm-hmm. is made up of people and people are fallen. Mm-hmm. And, and, and have found that what you're talking about with the counselor coming in and helping, I mean, these are real people who love Jesus, who are speaking over you here, just like a pastor. They all, everybody who's doing voiceover is part of the, you know, they're part of the believing community. Mm-hmm. And from a spiritual wellness perspective, you can get someone pouring into you and praying over you. And we've seen healing come from that and people getting healed in relationships, getting mm-hmm. healed in church relationships, getting healed in their own spiritual environment that they're then able to go back and want to pour into other people because they're like, oh my gosh, like I've, you know, there's a woman named Gwen who's a great story around this amazing that comes up is like she was distanced from church, divorced. Her She actually had an opioid addiction that she had to get healed from. She got healed from that, went all the way through. And now she's... She, her daughter is doing well. They're all doing, and they're in a great relationship and they're back like in this amazing place. You see this mm. spiritual wellness come out of it. And on the emotional side, we actually ran a whole bunch of long, what they call longitudinal studies where you measure people over time mm-hmm. and we measured them for stress. And we actually saw doing these practices lowered your stress as much as making $50,000 a year more in cash. Wow. So just doing this exercise <laughs> for 15 minutes a day lowered your stress as much as mm-hmm. if you made $50,000 more a year wow. in cash. Wow. That's how big of an impact it had in lives. And we hear that from people as they do the practice because it's rooting you in God's peace. And what, it, you know, and what we've seen out of it is the number one word that people associate with abide is peace. Peace of Christ. And the peace of Christ is not, I actually think it's a spiritual force. I actually think the peace of Christ, if you read scripture, is like God's power emanating in Christ to root us in him in peace because our God is a God of peace. Mm -hmm. And that is what you get spiritually and emotionally out of this that the world just can't give you because it's spiritual. Absolutely. And scripture says that the peace of Christ will guard our hearts. And so as you're talking about, you know, we're going into spiritual battle in our lives every single day. And this is the thing, this is another way to armor ourselves up. And it's it's a way that we can allow the spirit to go before us, but to plant ourselves firmly in the word and underneath it so that we can gain more confidence as we walk through life, because that peace of Christ is going before us. It's our it's going before us and behind us, our rear guard and covering us completely. Totally. And what I love about that verse, because I quote that verse all the time, is it covers exactly what we just talked about with the mind and the body. What is the peace of Christ guard? 
It guards your heart. It guards your emotions, right? It guards your feelings and it guards your mind. That is what the peace of Christ does. That's exactly what we're trying to do, but it's not us. And this is what's so cool about this is I have a business partner. I have an organizational partner who's the best partner in the whole world. And that's God. And it's mm. God's agenda, not mine. That's the thing is that Jesus Good. is the head of all this, <laughs> not me. I yeah. just show up every day. And Jesus provides the power to make it work for the word and the spirit to make it all work. And so it's a really fun thing because it's really about showing up and saying, okay, Lord, mm. you know how to do this. I'm just somebody showing up who's a servant, who's going to try to help facilitate it in the best way possible. That's how I see my role in this mm -hmm. and our team's role. And it makes it really fun because God works in ways that I never could ask or imagine. And that's true in this. And God, it's true in your life. If you just do the... Do the practices, all of them, not just meditation, but everything, but do meditation on the word and scripture and God will do more than you can ask or imagine. And um, that's a really fun part of the journey. And that's the promise, but it's not my promise. It's not, don't look at me and my product, look at Jesus. We're yeah. just facilitating the promises of Jesus to be true in your life. That's, that's what we do. I love that. It's facilitating. It's a partnership. It's completely it's partnership. just another tool, just like we would use our YouVersion app to take our Bibles with us everywhere and those types of things. It really is another way to just have this accessible that, like I said, there's sometimes seasons where you're just like, I don't even know what I need right now. And then you just turn it on. You're like, oh, that was what I needed. <laughs> no, totally. And we have features in there for exactly that type of thing. We have three different features. We have mornings with people love mornings with Jesus and falling asleep. And the other one's exactly what you just said, where you can just hit quick help and we just play you stuff. You're mm -hmm. like, I feel anxious. And we will give you stuff that will help you in two minutes, just totally lower down. And it's people love it. Yeah. I'd like to take a short break from our conversation to mention our sponsor, Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is Christian counseling that is available on the go. And it works through an app where you are able to schedule video sessions or just chat with your counselor throughout the course of the week. And I found that having the combination of Christian teaching and counseling together was so encouraging and so healing for me. If you have been considering Christian counseling and you would like to give Faithful Counseling a try, you can get 10% off of your first month by going to getfaithful.com forward slash single mom. Now, when it comes to the range of issues, specifically within the Abide app, the range of issues that you are trying to support people in as they're moving through, what are the types of things that people most specifically are trying to work through as they come to the app? They're trying to work through emotional health things is really at the top. Anxiety is our number one uh, by far. Like anxiety, stress, all that, and relationships. Everybody has relationship issues. Mm -hmm, <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and trying to get prayed through and prayed over, whether it's your parents, your coworkers, your children. Um, and then obviously like sleep is a really big one for us as we find a lot of people, it is, it is epidemic right now. I think mm -hmm. sleep is insomnia. I mean, these digital devices are pressing in. Stress is high. We've got loneliness going on. There's a lot of isolation that's happening. And we see sleep as also being one of those areas where just people just have a huge pain point. And if you can't sleep, it just destroys your whole life. It really like ruins ruined. everything. Mm -hmm, you're ruined. Mm -hmm. You just, yeah. you can't function, you know? And so being able to give people that gift of like, 
you know, on those nights when it's hard to fall asleep or just building routines. I think part of the other challenge that people don't have good routines in their life, sometimes they get broken really easily and we help people build routines that are healthy. Those are some of the things that we see the most success at. And if you're struggling with any of those things, I would encourage you to come in and just give it a try. And you can pick which one you're struggling with and we'll personalize the content for you. So the first screen we ask you, like, what are you dealing with? Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. we can personalize it so that you get the content that's going to be most helpful to you because we're go- all going through different seasons. Mm-hmm. Something else I thought was interesting is as I was exploring in there is that I came across one that was basically just reading Galatians, like the entire book <laughs> to me. Yep. And I absolutely, I just really enjoyed that because it was another way for me to study scripture, but in a way that is different than reading. And I think both are valuable. Are there other ways that this can augment our Bible study habits? Well, totally. I think there's some very good ones. Like you just said, we've been pressing more into scripture, just experiences because they Mm -hmm. are just good, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's, but making them really high quality. So really high quality voices. I mean, we have like top, top, top voices, like who record Super Bowl commercials and do other stuff and who love Jesus, who record these. Um, And so really incredible experiences around that. I think um, some of the other ones that we see that people love, that's the extended version. There's also the super short version. We have the snackable scripture thing, which is important too, because sometimes you're in a hurry and you're like, no, I'd love to go listen to 15 minutes of scripture, but I got 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And so we have a lot more where you're seeing and hearing the scripture inside in like a really short, you know, hey, I've got anxiety. What's one verse that can help me right now and have someone pray it over me. Mm -hmm. Those are kind of opposite ends of the spectrum, but they're both extremely effective because sometimes you just need that one word. You're like, give me this one verse. I Mm -hmm. just need one verse I can hang my hat on today to get me through the day. And some other times you're like, man, I really want to go deep in the word. I want to just soak in it for like 15 minutes or a half hour and just have God move. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to go across that whole spectrum so that we can help you in, in either of those scenarios or in between, depending on where you're at. Um, and it's just powerful. What, the thing that I love about it is that we see God move in all those environments. And um, it just makes it really fun because <laughs> mm-hmm. you launch these things and we hear the feedback from people and it's almost never negative. The only negativity is more around like you know, finding something. And that's what we help people do is like to find what's helpful for you because it's in there. Mm -hmm. And our job is to facilitate, to help you find what God's word can do for you today. And then, and then like, and then step back and say like, okay, God, you go do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think the thing that makes it very user-friendly is if you are not as comfortable with reading scripture and you're not sure where to begin, that if you are able to first say, okay, I'm dealing with this subject. I'd really like to know some passages that relate to this particular worry or stress that I have, then it very easily allows you to start accessing these parts of the Bible. And they may even draw your curiosity to say, wow, I'd really like to know more context about that. And you may actually in your personal study time say, okay, that was just the snack. You know, Now I'm going to totally. go spend some time in the word later and, and read up on what was the rest of what was going on here or what happened after that. And to me, it's such a wonderful way to kind of go on this scavenger hunt with the Holy Spirit to just say, all right, what else, what other truth, what other nuggets do you have for me? And I think it's, you know, we, we are in a very verse of the day type of a 
culture, I think, where we're just busy and we're digesting really quickly. And I think the thing that meditation does so well, though, is it forces you to slow down Yes, that you can scroll and scroll and scroll and see all of the pretty Instagram verses. And, you know, Agape Moms has them too. So (laughs) we're part of that mix, but it's a very different thing to, even if you're driving in the car, to intentionally set aside some time for yourself, for your relationship. And I think there's this element of soul care that maybe we don't give enough time to that something like a meditation really lends itself to. Absolutely. No, the idea of slowing down, and this is something that as you have probably listened to a lot of our content, a lot of the first 15 seconds or 30 seconds of this is about doing that because if you can't, it's about you, your time with God. It's about you actually having a moment with God. And very often we have so much going on, so much distraction. Again, we talked about the emptying yourself so you can fill with God is that it, even in just 15 seconds or 30 seconds, and we've done all sorts of tests on how to help people do this using different types of scriptural, like wind down techniques and clearing techniques, we can help put you in a space where you're able to experience God. And I think that that's one of the hardest, it's this incredibly hard shift. We did all of these user studies and journeys and everything to take somebody who's really stressed and you're in a hard situation, right? When you're, when you're, your brain is in that spot, when you're what they call like the reptilian part of your brain, where you're mm-hmm. in the like fight or flight mode in mm-hmm. your head to find peace from that and, and separation so that you can get back into the heart space of being able to connect with Jesus. So you can hear his word. So that's what I want your audience to think about is part of the investment here is that when, when you engage with God in meditation and what we try to do in abide is to get you back into a place where you can really hear from God and hear God's word and hear God, feel God's presence. Okay. Mm. That's what we're trying to do is bring you back into that space because there's so much going on in the world and so much craziness that it's sometimes, oftentimes it's just hard to flip the switch. You're like, how Mm -hmm. do I flip the switch from all this that's going on in my head to a place where I can experience God? And that's been a really fun part of it is just finding techniques from scripture that help do this so that you can successfully experience God. Because once that switches and you're like, man, now I can hear the Lord. And what, oh my gosh, you're that you're just like literally, and there's a lot of also, it's a psychological language to this too, but I think psychology, good psychology is rooted in God's design of us, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. We're not talking like crack, yeah. you know, psychology, pop but psychology. like the good stuff, like pop yeah. psychology, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, and, and that's, you know, we're just, God designed us in a way, in ways. Mm-hmm. And the peace of Christ, again, coming back to that, if you're rooted in the peace of Christ, which is what we're trying to connect you back into, those 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 verse of the day snackable moments that you're sort of scrolling through and don't connect with all of a sudden can become a much more profound experience because you're really absorbing the word of God in your life today and you're getting something that's for you out of it. You're not just looking at a scripture and saying, yeah, I got that one. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, wait a minute. What is God trying to do through that in me today? And how can I press out into that today? And that's transformative because that's life-changing. Now all of a sudden you're doing your relationships different. You have more patience. You have, when somebody... When and, and you can speak truth into other, into other people's lives. And that's what's really fun, I think, about the meditation experience. And this happens to me all the time. I do this too in the morning when I'm like, oh, I'm busy. I'm going for a run. Okay, fine. I'm going to listen to my meditation. I have my coffee in the morning. And I'm like, I'm busy. Do I have five minutes for this? And invariably, 
God just totally moves that five minutes. And uh-huh. I'm like, man, why did I question if I had five minutes this morning for the <laughs> Lord? Because I feel like my whole day is better. Yes. I'm like, my whole day is better. And I, and, but I still struggle with that same feeling because I'm, I have a checklist. I've got mm-hmm. like 500 things I need to do today. Mm-hmm. And just, we make it so simple though, for you to just say, just come in. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Just, just yes. click play. <laughs> and that five minutes is going to turn into 10 minutes is going to turn into 15 minutes. Like you, you start to really start to embrace that time and protect totally. it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Cause you feel it and you're like, I want more. Like you were yes. talking about the scripture and, and that's, you know, that's, that's beautiful. And I think what you just said is really what the crux of the entire experience is about when you said getting into the heart space with Jesus so that you can hear God again. And in this experience, it's not just, okay, we're going to read some scripture and there you go, like off on your day. It's teaching you to take your thoughts captive and to arrest them and to say, not right now. I literally was listening to one yesterday. It said, it's not the time for that. Go to sleep. (laughs) It's not the time for that. Go to sleep. (laughs) But that there is a guiding in even the discipline of learning to take your thoughts captive and submitting them to Christ. And in submitting them to Christ, we are replacing what we would put in our minds with what he would put in our minds. And that is just, I think, the biggest game changer. Oh, it is. And it's something that I think is actually more important today, taking thoughts captive, what you Mm. talked about, than has ever been. Because part of what's happened in this digital era is that we're so flooded with thoughts. Mm. Like it used to be that you might only see, I mean, how many billboards were there 500 years ago, right? You didn't walk around, you didn't see words printed all over the place. And people, I mean, you know, there were words, but right now we're flooded in this practice of taking thoughts captive is something that I think that we need to learn as a society. Like we need to learn as, as Christian of how to do that because there's too many thoughts out there that are just not helpful. Mm-hmm. They might be, you know, or they're not helpful at this moment. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a practice that I, I, I think that abide is really, really, really uh, helpful in, in guiding and in, in, in guiding my own life. And so if you mm-hmm. have, if you have, a, if your mind is running. Yes. This is a great way to try to get your mind to slow down and run in the right direction. (laughs) Well, and I have an extremely busy thought life and it's learning to rest too. And it gives you that discipline of time off, even from yourself, that when you're putting the word of God into that space, then you have greater wisdom and discernment. So the thoughts actually stop running the show because we have a greater bank of wisdom to draw from to say, uh, nope, that's not important right now. Nope, that's not going to get my attention Mm -hmm. right now. Nope, that's just going to make me feel bad. So I'm turning that off, you know, and those types of things. And it's learning to discipline ourselves, but then to feed ourselves what it is that we're really craving. Oh, totally. And I have this with myself. Like one of the most common things that happens to me is I'll have that time in the morning with the Lord on abide. And I'll come in with my agenda and I'll be like, Lord, I got all this stuff on my agenda. And when, but the process of slowing down and connecting with God's heart is lots of times God will be like, you know what you really need to do right now is go get, I've got four kids, go give Zeke a hug Hmm. and tell him you love him Mm -hmm. because that is going to power him throughout. And I do that and I'll be like, oh my gosh, like that was transformative for me. It's one of my best memories at the end of the day is that we had a moment together just caring for each other. Mm-hmm. And those kind of things in the long frame of life are the things that are going to be so transformative is like repeatedly God will, and it's that taking captive thing. I'll be like, I know you got a lot on your list. I know there's a lot going on, but here's the thing that's going to actually be transformative today. 
Mm. Here's the thing that is actually going to bring life into you and the people around you. Don't forget to do that because Mm. that's the thing. It's like the Mary Martha problem that we have, right? Is like, if you just take that moment with the Lord, if you can just be Mary for a minute and sit at the feet of Jesus and do what is best, then you can do your list and your list will be just fine. Your list is going to take care of itself. But if you don't do what's best and you only do what is good, you only do your list, you completely miss out on those opportunities that God wants through your life day after day. The ones are gone yesterday. And again, it's not Mm. a regret thing. It's just focus on what you can do today to have a moment with Jesus like Mary did. Mm. Mm. That's what we try to do for you is have your Mary moment, right? With Jesus. And you can have it in the morning. You can have it at night when you go to bed. You can have it for two minutes in the middle of the day when you're stressed. And that's that I think is what we do. I think you just yeah, came up with your new slogan. You're, we're going to have your merry moment. Your merry moment. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, and I think I'm just saying as a single mom, I know I could use a whole lot of those Jesus moments. <laughs> a whole lot more than I got even right now. <laughs> totally. Neil, at the end of every conversation, I ask each guest the same question. And it is, if there was just one thing that you would want a single mom to know, what would it be? Hmm. I want every single mom to know that you matter, one, that who you are is important and you are loved. And I also want you to know, because I think there's a lot of shame that I hear and disappointment in single moms. I hear this a lot. I have a lot of friends who are single moms. Don't believe it. Mm. Don't believe it. God is using you and loves you in the fullest possible way. Just reject all of that and say, Mm. that is not of Jesus. Okay. Mm. Those things are not of Jesus. Go look at scripture. Go look at what has happened to people in scripture who have been single moms. And there have been plenty of single moms in scripture who changed the world. Mm. Don't accept that narrative. Just, just take that, that you want to take a thought captive, take that thought captive and get rid of it because it is a lie. What mm-hmm. is true is that you matter and there is no shame in being a single mom. There isn't at all. Just you, what, there's beauty and there's love and there's all of that and like press into that and it's hard. It's not going to be easy for sure. But just receive that blessing mm-hmm. that just like, you know, all of these people in scripture who have dealt with similar types of challenges and problems. Like God's got a plan and a purpose for you and he loves you. Neil, that was powerful. Thank you so, so much for that. Neil, I know Abide has a new book that's coming out and some fun resources. So would you tell us more about those things that are coming and other ways that listeners can follow along with what's going on with Abide? Absolutely. I would love for all of you to just give it a try. Come in and we've got like a free trial so you can come in and try it without any obligation. Try waking up with us and falling asleep with us. Just try it for three days and see if it makes a difference in your life. I think that's probably the most effective way to do it. We also have a, our first book was Audre is coming out, Peace with the Psalms. It's a beautiful book. It's comes it's like straight out of all of the scriptures and helping you experience peace in your life through God's word. Um, and I, and I encourage you, you know, try to get that this fall. It's going to be, it's a beautiful experience to take about five minutes a day. And this is a physical copy you can do. And the other one is our YouTube channel. We have almost a million subscribers to our, to our uh, sleep YouTube channel. That's also an easy way to get into this stuff is just go there go to abide on YouTube and you can fall asleep from 15 minutes to eight hours to great biblical stories. So I'd encourage you to try to, you know, abide with Jesus 
with us. And I think you'll have a, a beautiful time experiencing the peace of Christ. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I will have links to all of those in the show notes to make it easier for listeners to find those resources. But thank you so much for joining me today, Neil. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. As Neil mentioned, Abide has a new book and it's now available that's all about meditating on the Psalms. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, I've got a couple of others that I'd like to recommend for you. Check out episode 84, Wrestling with the Word, Finding Faith When Life Falls Apart with Trisha Lott Williford. Also, check out episode 64, Get More from Reading Your Bible, Even When You're Short on Time with Brittany Ann. As we wrap up the conversation, I'd like to draw your attention to a couple of resources available for you in the show notes. The first is our guided scripture meditation that goes along with each and every episode that you can find at the Agape Moms YouTube channel. Also, there's a link there to follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Agape Moms and to join the private Facebook group, Beloved Collective. Lastly, if you'd like to spend some time reflecting in prayer on what you've learned in this episode, check out the link for our free podcast pages, journaling pages. Thanks for spending time with me today. I'm praying for you and that you would know that you are seen and you are beloved.